0: Welcome to this week's Heathcliff. My name is Dave. This is the podcast where I uh, describe and analyze the Heathcliff cartoons for each week um, as they are syndicated in American newspapers, possibly international newspapers. I do this for reasons unclear even to myself. It's been um, it's been a weird week. A lot has happened, and yet here we all still are. I spent the weekend uh, dog sitting, so I I couldn't go out and canvass, and I probably wouldn't have gone out and canvassed anyway for um, candidates. Not because I don't think it's really important, but because I am terrified of talking to people in person. So I need to get over that. Democracy is much more important than that. But one thing I did do is I did fundraise. Um, I have, for uh, additional reasons that I don't understand, a pretty popular Twitter uh, with a following of close to 100,000. I don't know why. Um, and I'm not going to reveal um, the, the handle of that Twitter because um, it's anonymous. But I, I, I am happy that that many people follow it. And um, they gave, uh, when I asked, to a candidate running for the Congress. So that's nice. they give about 600 bucks so far. So that's that's nice and it made me feel like I was accomplishing something which is cool. And then I uh, you know went back to you know hanging out with this farting pit bull, which was fun. But none of that is the Heathcliff comics for this week. So let's get into them. Starting with Monday, October 29th, 2018. Comics artists love Halloween. Um, and I think they love it because it's scheduled. They love scheduled holidays generally uh, because they can, you know, there's a theme coming up. You know where it's going to fall in. There's never going to be any surprise. It's always going to be other than the same day so you can draw towards it months in advance um, and it's not uh, it's not something that's ever gonna change or that you need to think of new jokes for. With that said, this comic is one that presents a joke I've never seen before and don't particularly understand uh we're in front of heathcliff's suburban home uh in the background there's the the cloud with the moon in front of it that uh i keep harping on as uh you can't have a moon in front of a cloud but it means that it's nighttime so there you go uh in the background there is a uh, there's a suburban building that's receding into the, into the rear, uh, some shrubs, a white picket fence. And then um, sort of in the middle ground is Heathcliff himself. He's standing in front or on the stoop of the home in which he lives. And we see most of the ho- home taking up like, you know, uh, about 25% of the panel most of the panel from, like, center to top right, basically. And Heathcliff is dead center in the panel. Um, and he's looking at something that's walking down the street or the, on, walking on the sidewalk in front of his home. And that is in, uh, that's down panel center. So sort of his gaze falls on it and we follow his gaze to it. And I'll describe it in a second, but first, I should also tell you that there's a tree in the yard with two owls sitting in the tr- in the tree, and they're also looking at what Heathcliff is looking at. So, what's walking on the sidewalk is... A pale, yellowish version of Heathcliff. It's clearly been very badly roughed up. It's got sewn-up scars all over it. Its eyes are flat, glassy white. Its mouth is open, its tongue is lolling out. It's walking with its legs out stretched straight and its front paws stretched out straight. Um it looks, you know, like the undead, you could say. One of the owls in the uh, tree is speaking to the other owl. He provides the caption for the panel. And the caption is, "Does Zombie Heathcliff eat garbage? Or just brains. There's eight words there, and each word unpacks new universes. First and foremost. You can't have regular Heathcliff and zombie Heathcliff in the same world. Zombies are the shambling corpses of the once living. For there to be a zombie Heathcliff, regular Heathcliff must have died and then crawled his way out of his grave to roam the earth feasting on the brains of unfortunate uh, creatures that that get in his way. Also, uh, just as a side note, no zombies ever eaten garbage. That's not what they do. Zombies, I, I, I mean, I know zombies aren't real, but no lore about zombies says that they eat garbage. Regular Heathcliff eats garbage. Zombie Heathcliff would eat brains. Now there's a zombie in Heathcliff. It is Heathcliff. And yet Heathcliff is also alive. How did we achieve this? How did we reach this point? Could this have something to do with the nine lives of cats, perhaps? Maybe. I think it's more likely that the author of Heathcliff simply doesn't really know what a zombie is. <laughs> and it's just like, ah, zombies... Sure, I'll put one of those in there. It'll be zombie Heathcliff. That's kind of funny. Wonder if he eats brains or garbage. Well, wrote that. i will go in the Halloween file. I mean, I can't imagine how else you explain this. But, it's now Heathcliff canon that there's a zombified version of Heathcliff walking around the suburbs of Heathcliff Town, presumably killing and eating people. So that's... That's something. Let's move on to Tuesday. Tuesday, October 30th. It's another... It's another one of the sort of Halloweeny theme. Um, we're inside now, and um, Heathcliff is is seated in front of a wall or or a room divider, I guess and the rest of the space is just sort of negative space. The the divider of the room sort of implies that we are inside and potentially um, there are walls and a floor, but everything else, and the the room divider stops at about one-third of the panel. If you're moving from right to left, it stops about one-third of the panel and... um, Equally, from the bottom to the top, so about two thirds of the panel is just this weird sort of taupe color, uh, and and nothing else uh, indicates that you know there's a there's a floor or a ceiling or other walls. There's just sort of this like weird wall slapped up, uh, or floating, and Heathcliff equally sort of floating in front of it. Heathcliff is sitting. Uh, All four of his paws are on the ground. Rarely we can see all of them. Uh, I've noted before that Gallagher doesn't really like drawing uh, uh, hands and feet, but he has seen fit to draw all of Heathcliff's paws. So Heathcliff's sitting on his haunches. Um... We can't see his eyes because his mouth is wide open. It takes up almost all of his head. We can see his button nose at the top. We can see his ears peeking out from behind uh, the, the curve of his head and his tongue coming out as well as a single fang in Heathcliff's mouth, which is a nice touch. Emanating from his mouth is uh you know how like uh when genies come out of a lamp and there's like a sort of smoky genie thing that leads to the genie itself there's that and then it just ends in this terrifying um uh ghost ghoul face with um uh like severe eyes and a fang filled mouth it's all the, the creature itself is all white. It's got white hands that are extending outward. And those ha- hands are extending outward towards the lower left of the panel where we see two mice fleeing in terror um, from this thing. And one mouse is saying to the other, the caption of the panel, Spooky breath. Sort of a classic bit of Heathcliffian understatement there. Uh, Heathcliff's breath is so bad, it has conjured a ghost, and that ghost is presumably going to haunt these mice to the ends of the earth. Uh, Maybe I'm overwriting this, but it does seem like something terrible is going to happen to these creatures of a paranormal nature, Uh, that will forever change them. Mm, Spooky breath. It's possible as well that um, Heathcliff's breath isn't spooky, but Heathcliff's soul is actually leaving his body. That just occurred to me, and his soul is represented as a terrifying fanged ghost creature, which makes a certain amount of sense. So that's also a thing that could be happening there. All right, let's move on to the actual cartoon for Wednesday, October 31st, the actual Halloween. See what's happening here. Okay. We're on the front stoop of a, um, a suburban home. Uh, in the background, we can see it's night. There's that... Moon cloud thing. Couple minor uh, uh, touches, I would say, or have been made to um, indicate something. Uh, the white picket fence that's in the background of all these uh, has um, what looks like wrought iron um, drawn over the field of white. The, so that's. Somebody at some point did not get what was being attempted here, I guess. Um, I assume the colorist was just like, yeah, I always put a fence there. But it's supposed to be. Clearly, supposed to be a wrought iron thing. And then there's also where there would be a tree, it's a dead tree. So. Death lives here, I suppose, as opposed to uh, normal suburban um, uh, houses, though. Uh, the, we also see there's some shrubs and it's a green lawn, so not too bad. Um, anyway, standing at the door, and we're sort of in a, a three-quarters perspective, so um, uh, the uh, front of this home is receding towards the, um, towards the horizon. Um, but standing on the stoop is a pizza delivery guy. He's holding a couple pizzas um, in boxes, just in case we didn't get it. The pizzas say pizza on them, and the uh, red jacket he's wearing also says pizza on it. He's blonde, he's got a red cap on, he's got jeans on, white shoes, uh, and he's holding a receipt. Standing in front of him, st- through the open door, is a witch. We can tell she's a witch. She's wearing a black robe, black boots, Uh, Weirdly, her slip is showing, and it is white. That's a little weird. Uh, Every bit of her skin that we can see, her hands, her face, her knees, they're all green. She has wiry black hair, uh, black hat, pointy witch's hat with a wide brim. And she's smiling at the pizza delivery guy. Behind her, in the house, we can see the house is painted, the interiors are painted purple for some reason. Um, And there are two other witches laughing, as well as Heathcliff, who is wearing a witch's cap and is also laughing. So this is a witch party, I guess. The pizza delivery guy is reading from uh, his receipt, and he says... One pepperoni and one eye of newt. Um, it's nice of the pizza place to accommodate these witches in their request for an eye of newt pizza. Um, sucks that this guy has to work on Halloween. sort of wonder why Heathcliff's hanging out with witches or if the implication here is that Heathcliff is a witch. I think usually the implication is that Heathcliff is just such a cool dude that he can kind of go where he wants. You know, he he gets to hang out wherever, wherever Heathcliff decides to hang out because he's Heathcliff. And that's, you know, that's fair. Um, that's probably it. Everybody just wants to hang out with Heathcliff, including these witches. And he's decided to hang out with them today. And he's so funny, they're all laughing. But maybe Heathcliff is a witch. Maybe he's infiltrated these witches. Maybe he's about to turn the tables on them. Maybe there's not pizza in that pizza box at all. Moving on to Thursday, November 1st. And we're out of the um, the Halloween theme. We're back on the suburban sidewalk. We've got the receding buildings, the trees, the lawn. The sidewalk goes from mid-panel right down to... Uh, Lower panel left, there's a very severe curve of the earth past which we cannot see. We can see nothing. There are two birds. They're the birds we always see, these bluebirds sitting in a tree, looking down. And then walking down the street are four cats. Um, and from panel left to panel right, there are Heathcliff, who is in dead center in the middle of the panel. Then there is a gray cat, a yellow cat, and a brown cat. All cats are m- marching in lockstep. Uh, so their right legs are extended. Their right foot is out at exactly the same, in exactly the same position. Their arms are all behind their bodies, and they're all um, expressionless. They're also all wearing, I guess, the same um, turtleneck. It looks like it's uh It appears to be a, a turtleneck, um, and uh, it's purple, purple pink. In blue letters, each of them has one letter on their turtleneck. And from left to right, those letters are F-O-W-L. Fowl. But not like a, like a football fowl. Fowl-like birds. And one bird is saying to the other bird the caption of the panel, which is... Stay on your toes. Um. You know, I've talked on this podcast in the past about the fact that this sort of locked, uniform march, um, it's all... Kind of creepy to me, like that. That these creatures all got together, put on a uniform, and then marched down the street in it. It it seems like show of force in the neighborhood, um, and I don't think these. I, I mean, it certainly has its intended uh, effect, which is these birds seem terrorized. They're saying, like, mm, we better we better keep our eyes out. Um, I don't know that that serves Heathcliff's ultimate aim, which is to eat birds. Uh, though I don't suppose the birds are going to be any more or less aware of Heathcliff's desire to eat them since he makes it very clear all the time. So maybe the cruelty is the point. Heathcliff is just messing with people, or birds, as it were. That's a sucky thing to do. Let's move on. To the Heathcliff comic for Friday... November 2nd, 2018. We're in a diner. Um, For one, the window says diner backwards. And we can see the buildings of the city outside. Um, I... Have to, I mean, I don't know how to say this except that the pr- perspective here is just warped and wrong. Like lines do not properly recede. The, I I noticed I noticed this on the window, but also elsewhere in the panel. Lines do not properly recede towards the horizon here. So there's something almost M.C. Eschery or uh, I, I don't have enough art history to know other others who work in sort of broken perspectives, but it, there it, there's something unsettlingly off about the way this diner is laid out and the way perspective fails. But the basics of it are that the diner's customers are to our have their backs to us, and the diner's hostess or waitress, is standing behind a a, a low counter, you know, a diner counter, one with stools, um, uh, uh, sort of looking towards them, and we can see her. Um, The diner's patrons are uh, four white males. Um, There's a sort of middle-aged, heavy-set one on the far left. He's wearing a red cap, red coat, blue pants, and yellow shoes. Then we've got an an older guy. He's bald. He's got white hair. He's got, I guess, like a hunting coat on. Blue pants and yellow shoes. There's a younger-looking guy. He's got uh, brown hair. Uh, a green coat, blue pants, and yellow shoes. And then there's an older guy. He's bald. He's got a red coat, blue pants, and yellow shoes. Meeting of the blue pants, yellow shoes guys. All these guys are white, which is... I mean, I don't know where Heathcliff takes place. There's a city, but everybody in it is... Is, is always white, which is a little I, I don't know what to say about it except that it's weird. Um, now in, between, in, the, in the in the middle of all these guys, because there's four of them, there's two to the left and two to the right and then there's one stool in the middle of them. Seated on that stool is Heathcliff. His back is to us as well. Heathcliff's hand is in the air because he's indicating that he is responding to the question that the waitress is asking. The waitress, for her part, has glasses, brown hair, and a blue collared shirt with a yellow label on it that presumably is her name tag. She's she's holding a plate. The plate has a bunch of green stuff on it, and what looks like a fly buzzing around it. And the question she's asking is, who gets the garbage omelet? And you know, I actually kind of chuckled. That's kind of funny. Um, because then I, I imagine Heathcliff ordering a garbage omelet and Diner being like, sure, we'll make that. Uh, and then going and getting some garbage. <laughs> Because they always, I mean, they, they got the, the dumpster and back and uh, making it into an omelet. Now, I do worry for the patrons who eat anything that's prepared on the stove that made the garbage omelet or in that pan or, uh, you know, with the utensils that made the garbage omelet. But, you know... The dining establishments in the Heathcliff Averse seem remarkably willing to be accommodating. That's nice. All right, let's finish out the week. Saturday, November 3rd. We're in the suburban home. We can see uh so in, in the foreground is Heathcliff and a bird in a bird cage. It's the bird cage that's held up with the um large cleft shaped armature we've seen it before for some reason, although Gallagher often just sort of draws nebulous spaces, he really went to town drawing the background we can see through. An open um, uh, sort of pass through in the wall. We can see the living room where there is a um, a couch and a lamp. We can see a lamp. We can see a window with a window treatment. None of that matters. Because all the action's happening in the room in front of that pass-through, where the bird is and where Heathcliff is. Heathcliff's back is to us in sort of three-quarter perspective. He's got his hands behind his back. We can see his nose. He's clearly looking up at the bird. The bird's in the cage. His mouth is open. He's a yellow bird. And he's saying, I'll give you gas. you know, that also kind of made me laugh a little. Um, It's sort of sad because this bird is like, this cat's going to kill me. But, you know, from hell's heart, I'll stab at you. Still. I mean anything about gas is funny to me like farts are hilarious so you know i think we should end it there farts are hilarious let's end on that note cuz it's it's a good one anyway the midterms are this week if you are someone who needs a podcast about Heathcliff Comics to tell you to vote. Consider that done. Please go vote. It's unusually important. Um, Elect Democrats, for fuck's sake. I don't always agree with them, but... um, Jesus Christ. This... what What else do you say? Right. You can... Email me anything you like at yourpalgarbageape at gmail.com. Please do not rate or review this on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, whatever the hell you use to receive this podcast. Uh, I don't want you to spend your time that way. You have better uses of your time. For the love of God, please just, if you like it, if you like the podcast, tell a friend, but... Don't feel any pressure to do anything else. Except vote. Go vote. Okay. Have a great week. Vote.